Thank you for tuning in and listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be about Bungie responding to feedback that we gave that I was one of the one of the vocal voices about this right on the outset. And they lowered the light level of the forge by five. So this is about, did they, is this, you know, are they nerfing the content? If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always tune in live. Twitch.tv slash no to rage uh, or you could follow me on Twitter at no to rage So I'm going to break this talk into three parts like I always do. Uh, first, we're going to say small change. Then we're going to say quit gatekeeping. And then lastly, you aren't positive. You aren't positive. So let's just, we got a, we got a lot to say here and uh, we're going to try and uh, move through this quickly. So that way we can get to Q&A as we level up my third uh, third and final character. So, first, I want to talk about how this is a small change. Because I understand and I really do relate to the people that are worried when they hear people that were balking at the, the power level of the, the only new piece of content in Black Armory. People were like, don't casualify the game, don't make the game casual. I can relate to the people that are gun-shy about lowering anything or making anything easier. Destiny 2, at its launch, was a very casualified game, and I understand that people are very, very hesitant to have that happen again. I really think people need to chill just a little and understand this is a unique situation, okay? You also need to understand that only 12% of the community is at 600 power. So Bungie has to know their audience. When they have brand new content that they're trying to sell and they want already, you know, people that have already purchased it to feel good about their purchase, they have to have content that these people can access within a reasonable amount of time. Day one having nothing was a bit of a misfire. And so, just keep that in mind, okay? And, this is a small change. This is not some huge change. They have not nerfed the Forge. They have not made the Forge super easy. They dropped it by 5 power level. All that's really doing in the grand scheme of things is letting you go in there a little bit earlier. If you're grinding your milestones and you're leveling up, now, if you go in there at 6.06 or 6.11, it's going to feel a little bit easier. You're going to be like, oh, I can go in a little bit earlier than I anticipated, right? I'm not going to actually have to wait until 6.16. Now I can do it at 6.11, and it feels pretty good. Somebody's going to say, well, that's making it easier. To a certain degree, sure, but the main goal here, I think is to communicate to the community they're listening. This feels like more of a gesture than anything, given that it's not that significant of a change to the encounter. It's still end game since it's beyond the power cap of the previous uh, of the previous DLC. And I think this is a quick thing they could do to communicate to the community. They are going to do what they can to make the annual pass something that is good for the people that have purchased it. The other thing to consider here is that Deej said in a tweet, this was the easiest and fastest thing they could do. They understand this is a small change. There's more planned. So again, I don't think their goal here, I don't think the goal of anybody who was, you know, upset or voicing critique, myself, Paul Tassi at Forbes, anybody who voiced critique, our goal is not to make the content really easy. Our goal is not to beat the content day one. Our goal is not to get rid of end game grind. Our goal was to think through, as I always do, how is the community at large going to receive this? Those that bought the annual pass or were on the fence. That was the main issue. This is an issue of perception. I still say, and this would satisfy everybody, because the people that are like, it needs to be hard, it needs to be endgame, 
you still would get that if you could run it at 600 as many times as you want with a really really low drop rate on virtually everything the currency extremely low chance drop rate on the on the legendary guns but you couldn't do any of her bounties or forging of the weapons until you run it at 625 softly communicating to the player if you really want to play this the way that it's intended to be played go level up but at least people would have been able to play it right away so this is not easier it's just more accessible that way you can jump in there a little bit earlier in your grinds now again the reason my second section is called quit gatekeeping is because i think a lot of people are overreacting and i and again i resonate with being gun shy about casualifying the game and i think you can have a very very distinct difference between making content accessible as in people can go in and try it out and having content be casualified mainly because casualification means make it easy i don't want to grind i don't want to put a lot of work in that was d2 at launch that's not what anybody was asking for a spectrum of difficulty would have been the best way to do this there's three tiers within the blind well there's three offerings so your first time in there you you, you know you learn pretty quickly that you know way tier one and two is a whole lot easier to do and maybe more manageable uh than doing the tier three and then you know tier four and so on this type of content is typically tiered traditionally uh, and that's something i think that a lot of people would have embraced and enjoyed and that wouldn't have upset the hardcore players there's a spectrum of player here and i think spectrum of content really really is the way uh the the way i think they're going to satisfy everybody okay now power leveling is another problem here okay if, and, and this is this is another thing I want to say about gatekeeping. I want to say this before I talk about power leveling. If you want the franchise to do well, you really want all players, both new and old, and players who may have stepped away, you want all players to be enjoying the content, okay? If you want the franchise to do well, if you love Destiny and you're grinding out Destiny, gatekeeping the content, I don't know why my Sparrow stopped, gatekeeping the content so that people that are new or maybe coming back or returning have a significantly harder time doing any of the new stuff, that's not good for the longevity of the franchise. You want the new content to sell, uh, you want the people to be playing, you want daily engaged player base numbers to be high, especially when there is matchmaking for the new content. You want to lot of people to be in there okay now on top of the problem of being like a gatekeeper and saying oh this stuff should be hard it should be high power level you have to consider how terrible and abysmal the leveling can be okay it is not a good experience it's not a sign or a mark of achievement it's a sign of luck last night i did four milestones well it was three milestones and then the gambit bounty where you have to play a bunch of games and every time you bank moats or kill you get like a percentage okay and that gives a that gives a powerful i did my three milestones and the only thing that would level me up the only thing that would have leveled me up at that point was a cloak and my three milestones that i saved for myself i had a gambit milestone and two crucibles they all gave me guns that did nothing for me That was roughly an hour and a half to two hours of my time completely and utterly wasted. And then, in a last-ditch effort of frustration and exhaustion, I grinded through that gambit bounty, and I didn't want to. I'm being funneled into content I have no interest in, and I'm only playing it for an exchange of power. And thankfully, 
by a by like some sheer miracle, I got a cloak from that bounty, and it was exactly what I needed, and it really set the tone for today's leveling. Now imagine if that cloak would have been a gun it would have completely set me back it would have set me off i was already frustrated i wasn't having a good time in gambit i was solo queuing i was running into tough teams it was hard just to bank moats because when you're on a bad team the other team hits 25 and 50 before you hit 25 which means they get to invade back to back it was very frustrating the the leveling forces people into content they have no interest in for a chance to either have their time completely wasted or to get a marginal bump of light or power and that is standing in the way that is your road to the end game content that is your road to the new content and I don't think that's the way things should be set up right now I'm going to continue to put forth the idea that getting to 600 should not be arduous slow and troublesome everything you do in the game in my opinion should be dropping loot that helps you level up strikes, nightfalls, adventures milestones, everything now obviously you could have a spectrum of rewards so really tough milestones or things like the raid give bigger bigger jumps but I definitely think they need to streamline the leveling because if not how are you supposed to navigate to the end game loop that the annual pass is meant to deliver if everybody's sort of feeling like they're getting left behind or can never really get to the level of the annual pass think about it like this if a power level you know increase plays a part in access and if a power level increase is a value point every single season you have to streamline leveling you have to the, the main reason they don't want to streamline leveling is because the hardcore players the annual pass is targeted the hardcore players but the issue that you have is people are going to get left behind so right now 600 to 650 should only come from certain activities but they need to give you intentionality do you need armor or do you need a gun you should be able to pick that they may be introducing that as we've already seen the milestone for Ada, the new the new NPC for the Forge. Her weekly milestone was for a piece of armor and I had an idea a couple videos ago or during a Q&A or maybe something in the community kind of bounced it off me and we kind of iterated on the idea. What if every single milestone each week randomly told you what you were going to get? So it was like, hey, this week, the Crucible milestone's giving a gun, the Nightfall milestone's giving an ar- a piece of armor. And you would look at where everything drops and you would say, well, the front half of my week, I really need armor pieces. And you would do all the milestones for armor pieces. Oh, well, now I need some guns. Let me go run all the milestones that give me guns. They may be going in that direction since the newest milestone added to the game literally tells you you are getting a piece of armor. I think we need intentionality so the 600 to 650 isn't so frustrating and every time a new level increase comes out the old level cap should just be dropping from everything you should be able to get to 600 from everything in the game because it's the old level cap so when season of the drifter comes out everybody should be able to get to 650 by just playing the game and then 650 to 700 should be more of an intentional navigation of milestones and and you know which piece do you need in what order that would be the way I think to fix leveling. Now, lastly, I want to say you aren't positive. This is my message and my directive to the people that were incredibly rude on 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 Twitter to both Paul Tassie and anybody else. And we got screwed by the RNG here. We got a, a gun and we needed a uh, we needed <laughs> we need a piece of armor. So there we go <laughs> right here in the talk. We didn't get what we needed. Um, 
this is my message to the there were there were community leaders and people in that, that people look to for an example of how to act when this sort of thing happens and they were incredibly negative in the name of positivity so this is directed at them and anybody on the forums anybody on reddit twitter or youtube comments that thinks they're being positive by shutting down discussion and shutting down critique you aren't positive that's my message to you you're not okay there is a gigantic difference between being positive and negative and squelching feedback or complaint in the name of positivity is the antithesis of positivity you are being negative you aren't being helpful you are not promoting conversation or you're not and you're not benefiting the game we got forsaken by voicing frustrations we got forsaken by voicing critique there is a giant difference i want you to picture a giant chasm of difference between saying something negative and being negative i can say something negative and be positive if i tell an employee or my kid that they're not doing well in a given area it's a negative statement i'm saying something negative but i'm being positive i'm trying to help them i'm seeking their good that's me being positive while saying something negative Conversely, you can say something positive while being negative, which is what people did on Twitter and people that tried to gatekeep and shut down critique and telling people to be quiet and chill out or whatever. That's the grand irony here is you're the one being negative in the name of positivity. Many people say positive things while being negative when these sorts of things start to happen. Instead of just being open and I, like, let's listen to what everybody has to say. They get smug, they get smarmy, all in the name of being positive, you know, all in the name of being positive. Seeking the good of something while saying both the good and the bad about it is the most positive thing you can do. So that's what I'm going to continue to do with my content and call the community to do. So in this realm of things getting nerfed, everybody needs to relax. It's a small change. It's not a significant nerf. It's a sign that Bungie is listening to the needs and the desires of the community, and they're trying to meet us there. They're trying to meet everybody, both the hardcore and the casual. We don't want the pendulum to swing too sharp. Destiny 2 at launch, the pendulum swung too sharp towards casuals. If we swing too sharp the other direction towards hardcore players, we we run the risk of doing the same thing will lose casual players and there's way more of them than there are of the hardcore folks already at 600 and anxious to jump into endgame so as with all of my content i appreciate you listening or watching if you're here live right now you can submit questions we're going to move to question and answer but if you're listening to this on itunes google play spotify or watching on youtube i appreciate you watching and listening to all of my content you can always tune in live twitch.tv slash say no to rage or follow me on twitter at say no to rage and again with all of my content i appreciate you listening and watching please like share and subscribe